Hi folks, my name is Linda Emmett and welcome to Happiness is an Inside Job. We are the creators of our own reality, we create our own lives. Our mind is our biggest limit and it's our own beliefs, behaviours and habits constantly caught in those cycles that keep us trapped where we are and stand in the way of our own happiness. So throughout this podcast, we're going to take a deep dive into some of those beliefs, habits and patterns, where they show up in your lives and what you can do to change them. Hi folks, um, on this week's podcast, we're going to dive into a delicious and juicy topic, love versus lust. Rawr. And I want to dive into that so as we can develop more of an understanding of it and look at the difference between the two and why, why the likes of lust shows up in our lives, what it serves and yeah, just possibly depending on where we are in our lives, how we can ignite some more of those fabulous feelings. So first off, we're going to look at where lust predominantly shows up. Um, and especially, I suppose, in the early stages of a relationship, it can be difficult for us all to tell the difference between what is love and what is lust. Because we start out in most of our intimate relationships, our sexual relationships, partner relationships, wherever you want to call them, with physical attraction and we always get a rush of chemicals. Our, naturally, our body's hardwired for this. Those feel-good chemicals like our dopamine, oxytocin, vasopressin, all of these are really heightened in our system when we first meet someone. And these are all associated with that, that powerful physical attraction. And we couple these often with like an overwhelming desire to to be closer to that person to be around them to um to yeah just literally inhale them absorb them this is lust but this can over time turn into love of course but what we want to look at is the difference between the two and understanding the difference between the two love within relationships is far more something that's that's cultivated over time it's something we nurture between two people and it grows it evolves into love and this comes through getting to know that person getting to know them deeply internally on all levels um having experiences together experiencing life's ups and downs together this involves us building trust with them and making a commitment to be there for that person be it with our time with emotional support, making them a priority, respect and acceptance, acceptance of who they are in all that they are. That's that's love. Lust, on the other hand, is more to do with more sexually driven sensations that initially draw us together that and they're fueled primarily on on sexual urges, on a drive to this, to have that physical contact with someone, to feel them, to touch them, to smell them, to be intimate, to, to play around with sex, all of these things, that's, that's lust. And it's that, you know, that infatuation that they're the only person we want to see. And it literally blurs our ability to nearly see that person as who they truly are. We're wearing those rose tinted goggles. 
And this lust may or may not lead to a long term relationship um, because lust is far more sexually driven. It's desire driven. It's passion, excitement. It's all of those emotions and they all serve. But it is different from love and we can be in a relationship and experience lust for someone else. And we will get into that a little later in the podcast, I think. For all of us, the the difference or where we make the mistake is in mistaken lust for love is when a couple may be lovers and share that level of intimacy, that vulnerability that comes with being naked with someone else, sharing your body, sharing that intimacy, the pillow talk, all the different things that come with that, that sometimes can be mistaken for love. But if the friendship isn't there with it, if they aren't the person you turn to for emotional support, to share something that happened within your day, to that they're one of those people that you want to call, you want to be around, to share your life with, that is far more a sign that you're in lust rather than be in love. Like lovers, although it's called lovers, would potentially be in lust with one another if they're only lovers, where we're more moving towards the space of love if, as I say, they're, they're one of your friends, they're your confidence, you want to share other things with. And with lust, lust is far more. And where we, I suppose we can make the mistake is when, when we're starting out, the emotions can be similar um, because we can often move from lust to love. But when we're in lust, we tend to have those really obsessive thoughts where you're thinking about that person relentlessly, worrying what they're doing, what they're wearing who they're talking to, all of those things, those obsessive thoughts, when you want to be around them all the time, as I say, kind of inhaling them nearly, eating them up like they were a bar of chocolate. They're all lust. When you're idealising them, when, you know, you think they can do absolutely no, no wrong, you're wearing those rose-tinted glasses, when you're pushing away reality, when you're imagining a life with them that may or may not be possible, be it that they're extremely very very long distance they're in another relationship value wise you just don't match up but you're doing away with all that reality um and still dreaming that life together building that life together or believing that you know they're going to do things that are completely out of the realm of reality um or if another space we're definitely in lust is if we don't really know them and you're creating their personality and shaping it for something that that you want it to be that's pure lust that's just desire when you you don't know that person and you know the the sexual attraction may be super strong but you're creating their personality or you do know them but in your mind you're changing their personality you're shaping them to be who you want them to be that's lust not love and when you nearly feel like it nearly like a hunter on you know after a, a, a target heat-seeking missile after this person that's lust that's not love that's pure pure lust that you're running on um, and knowing the difference and accepting the difference between the two you know it shapes where you where you're got where you're going and what the, these things are that you're feeling and again if they're showing up when you're in a relationship and you're you're uh, lusting really lusting after someone else these can show you possibly gaps or needs not being met within your relationship because we can tend to be lusting really after somebody else if there's 
an emptiness within ourselves, within the relationship that we're in. If we're really lonely, we're in the relationship we're in or it's not meeting our needs or, you know, for different reasons. Now, as I mentioned, folks, all most relationships or almost all relationships start out as as lust and they build over time into love. Um, and that's obviously if that's what you're looking for. Love will only build there if you're open to to accepting and receiving it. But most of our relationships, our sexual relationships, or our partner relationships start out with, with lust. That's that initial attraction. There is absolutely nothing wrong in having that lust there. It ignites passion, it ignites sexual desire, all those beautiful feelings were hardwired to feel. And when we're lusting after someone and, and fantasizing and daydreaming, about them it's also like and this this happens us all and we think that and tell ourselves you know that sometimes like this only happens when we're teens or young adults or things like that that passion and that lust is in our lives but that's with us throughout our lives and it's on us um whether we keep it ignited or whether we don't but we definitely have the absolute ability to fantasize and daydream throughout our lives to build that lust to ignite it and when we force and meet someone it's what we tend to call the spark you often hear it said with couples that just meet up or two people that meet one another and that attraction is there or they're out trying different people to date or things like that you'll hear them say you know the spark was there or yeah that connection was there i just sparked with them or else that's the lust that's what the spark is and that's what drives us to to want to see that person again to want to be with them again that's what initially drives it to start the dating to even build the process that takes us towards love so lust is hugely important and it's a great great feeling and in an ideal intimate relationship that does involve a balance between the combination of love and lust while the lust side of things is that you know our sexual desire our physical pleasure or that wanting to inhale and smell someone be around someone all of that that's the lust side of things and the love is the deep emotional bond where you have that friendship you want to spend your time with them you want to you want to know about them experience them that's the love side of it and if we can get both within our relationship that's a, a beautiful relationship that will give you long lasting fulfillment sometimes what happens is we can over time now lost the, the height of the chemicals we're in our system when we first meet someone over time they they do dissipate they do dilute down we need them to make those physical connections we're hardwired for it but over time some studies have shown up to two years when we're in a relationship that we still have a heightened level of those chemicals and then they do die down a bit and that's when we move from what's known as the honeymoon period into the more long-lasting or long-term relationship period these chemicals dissipate and we're not feeling those levels of lust that we used to feel but there are absolutely so many ways that we can keep them ignited and keep them alive and keep that side of our relationship going and as I say if you can do that that is giving you that powerful long-lasting meeting all your needs and most of the things you want and desire within that relationship so by no means lust is is a bad thing and it's not we can sometimes dismiss it as being 
a bit more superficial. Oh, that's based on physical attraction only. Um, but first off, we need to be physically attracted to other humans to ignite those chemicals and for us to want to go out and meet someone in the first place. We need that physical attraction. And as I say, it ignites our, our passion, our sexual desire. These are all our creative energies. And these having these ignited and us willing to go out and try dates or work on our relationships and things like that, these are what lead us to those deeper bonds of love in the first place. So they are very important and, and do play a massive role. And also, folks, when someone lusts after us, we feel so empowered, so confident, desirable, sexy. You know, we whip out our sexiest underwear, even if it's completely uncomfortable. Uh, we get waxed, shaved, buffed, basted. You know, we, we cover our bodies in, in fabulous lotions, you know, and we have that absolute confidence within ourselves because we feel desirable, we feel sexy. That ignites a whole other part of ourselves. And, you know, we're willing to open ourselves up and, and play in the bedroom, have fun, open up to your desires, your fantasies. And again, these are other pieces of ourselves. These are parts we oppress. So lust is powerful in igniting those fires and having us feel that desire and it's when lust kind of wanes over time in our relationships for for many many reasons that you know then we do sometimes start looking for it in other areas so some of the the reasons that that lust begins to wane is you know as I mentioned earlier, the, the chemicals dilute in our system over time when we move out of the honeymoon period or um, if it's a shorter term lover's relationship, we can tire of it when the chemicals dissipate or we realise that that's all it is. It's only meeting one need. It's only meeting the sexual desire. And if we're seeking more, um, we can that can dissipate very, very quickly. In the longer term relationships, the lust can wane when, when we begin, as I say, to take the other person for granted. We stop putting in the effort both into ourselves and into the relationship. We stop maybe having date nights or sex nights or making time for sex or intimacy. We stop holding hands, hugging, all of those things that keep those bonds. And, you know, as they say, spooning leads to forking and it's not wrong. When we start out, when, when we're, we're hugging, holding each other, spooning, we do, that does open us up for that bit more because we do like the way that feels. So when the... PG, I suppose, levels of intimacy start moving out of our relationships. That's when we can tend to see an impact on the more X-rated, the sex side of our relationships. I'm trying to find a way of uh, trying to say what I mean, expressing it. So we'll stick with the PG, the, the loves, the hugs, the hand holding, the snuggling on the sofa. When we start stop doing these things, they can impact the more sexual side, the more X-rated side, but because one leads directly to the other uh, often. So when we stop doing one, that can have a huge impact on the other. Other things that can change is, you know, over time we can feel less respected by, by our partners. You know, other aspects of the relationship can begin to get little cracks or holes and that impacts you wanting to be intimate and wanting 
to be around that other person and that directly impacts the, the lust in a relationship. So working on those as aspects will certainly get you back into a lust space. Now, I know for some people within relationships, they are more than happy not to have the, the sexual side of relationships and that's perfectly fine too. Over time, people become more companions, become more friendship based and they don't have the the sexual side anymore that lust and they're happy enough to allow that to die off but for most people it's actually something we're suppressing rather than not wanting and it leaves us in lack it does leave us where we're not fulfilling a part of piece of ourselves uh parts of our energy our creative side our playful side our fun side our our side where we feel desirable sexy all of that we're we're leaving all of that by the wayside too so Looking at that is really powerful just to keep the relationship you're in fully fulfilling because if we're not doing that, that's when we do sometimes start lusting after other people. Uh, we can start having those thoughts with the boss, the son or daughter or, you know, the neighbor, the postman, whoever it is. We can start building those lustful relationships in our head and, you know, being attracted to other people and then we can leather ourselves with, with guilt, feel bad and be really punishing ourselves for having these thoughts at all. And I just want to say on that, folks, having thoughts about these things and having fantasies and having daydreams about these things, uh, about other people while you're in a relationship is very, very different to actually acting it out. We all have these thoughts. We're all we're hardwired to to look at other humans, to be curious, to sometimes desire them, to be able to go, oh, he's sexy, to sit and watch a movie just because, you know, Chris Hemingway or Channing Tatum or, you know, Megan Fox is in it. You know, that, and that's perfectly natural and normal. And we don't want to be guilting ourselves for that. But if we're doing that, if we're in a relationship and we're doing that a lot, we're constantly fantasizing or desiring other people. That is a sign there's a lack in your relationship there's an emptiness in your relationship that you do need to walk on to feel that fulfillment again within your relationship and for all you gorgeous single pringles out there who are thinking of getting back on the dating scene or into a relationship start reigniting that lust now start looking at what it is that excites you what what you're attracted to what what different aspects of the opposite sex or the same sex, whatever sexuality you are, start looking at what it is that ignites that. Start feeling those feelings in your body again. Because as we know, folks, the minute you start thinking about it, the brain doesn't know the difference between what's real or what's imagined. So you start thinking about that and building those fantasies or building that desirable male, female or whatever it is in your head. And you start igniting those feelings in your body again. You get those stories, those whispers of desire. I love saying that. Starting to build up in your system again. And once your system starts recognizing those feelings again, that moves you towards going back out on the dating scene or looking forward to being in a relationship again. Because for the singles, what can happen is we nearly make those parts of ourselves dormant. Because we accept we're not possibly going to get those feelings if we're not out seeing people, we're not dating, we're not in relationships. So we nearly suppress that side of ourselves and we can train our brain and our body into suppressing it. So to start 
I suppose, unsuppressing it and allowing ourselves to express it again. Start using your imagination. Start building that attraction back up. What you want, what you desire, what floats your boat, lights your candle, ignites your punani, whatever it is. Start thinking of all of that again and building that and building that desire. And then you'll be out the door flying, galloping out to meet those people because that desire and that lust is ignited again. And it is an absolutely beautiful part of who we are. And we all deserve to feel those wonderful emotions. So that's it for me for this week, guys. I hope you've really enjoyed it and got some fabulous takeaways. And as always, I invite you to connect in with me across social media or Check me out on my website, www.yourgifttoyou.com or email me, linda at yourgifttoyou.com, guys, because I'd love to hear from you and any topics you'd like for us to talk about or any more learnings that you want. And please remember, give me those reviews because it keeps the podcast getting out there to more people. So chat to you very soon, guys. Bye-bye.